The following program is being brought to you on the Seventh Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit SeventhWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Sometimes you just need a little spiritual guidance to help get your life back together. It can be compared to mosaic art. Many little pieces that come together to form something beautiful. Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Your host is Mosaic Shaman, Christy Ellen. Christy and her guests are here to ensure that your life is just as you deserve it to be. Happy. Now, here's your host, Christy Ellen. Welcome back to the Mosaic Gardens. This is Christy Ellen, the Mosaic Shaman. It is winter here in the gardens. It's the end of the season for growing. Everything is quiet. In the wintertime, it's the time to go inside, internally inside, inside the house, in, inside my, my internal being to see what changes I want to make in my life. It's, it's kind of the time of hibernation. When we follow the seasons with our body, we're more in tune with what's going on around us as well. So I'm snuggled up in a blanket right now, having a nice cup of... Um, of tea, having this conversation with you. As I went inward and I start doing some reflecting, I'm thinking about the healing of things I want to let go of, things that aren't serving me, they're not getting me to that vision that I've created out there. And I want you to look at that too. What things are you still holding on to that are blocking you from creating that life of your dreams, the vision that we've been putting out, the one-year vision of where you're going. We've been here together on the radio for about four months. I'm being told I have about 25,000 listeners now. And as we're working forward in that, with that vision of where we're going, what are you still hanging on to that you want to let go of? That's the time of year in the winter to think about that. So one of the things that I was deciding to let go of is the complaining, the complaining about things because nothing can be created from a place of complaining it is a destructive energy formed from ingratitude it comes from not being grateful the opposite to me of complaining is gratitude so um it's time to kind of let that go to look at where it is and what's going on in in your life are you complaining about things do you find yourself waking up and not knowing what you want, but complaining about what you don't want. And if you do, then I want you to keep track of that to see what's coming, what's happening there. Because um, I used to have this saying when my children were being raised and um, when I was growing, growing, yeah, growing my children. Listen to me, I'm talking garden here. When I was raising my children and when I was being raised, there was um, this kind of need to criticize and in, in being critical, I've never wanted to move forward. I, I would express to um, the other half that was helping me raise these, these children that no one ever wants to do better when you're telling them how bad they are. It's just, it's just not one of those things. And if you think about that, when someone comes up to you and criticizes you and tells you you're not good at anything, you don't want to move forward. It's the same thing with complaining. When you're complaining about your life and that things go on, people start to tune you out and they do not want to help you move forward. There's just this resistance. As soon as someone starts complaining, there's this resistance to helping them change the problem. But when someone comes to you with gratitude and they're thankful for the things that are going on and then they ask for your opinion on how to grow into the next level out of it, then you want to help them. I, I Reflect on this story I heard once that was very humorous and really came to the point about some of my actions in my past that I no longer have and I'm very glad to let go of them. But the story was about the airport story. I call it the airport story. It was, there had been a storm and a backlog of flights and the airport was crowded, as the story goes. And there was a long line of people and a man at the back of the line started to scream and holler and he came up to the front and he said, do you know who I am? Do you know who I am? 
And the woman said, sir, I'm sorry, but you'll have to wait in line. He said, no, I do not have to wait in line. Do you know who I am? And she says, sir, I'm sorry, but you're going to have to wait in line. And he just kept hitting the counter saying, I do not have to wait in the line. You do not know who I am. Do you know who I am? So the stewardess got on the mic and she, she announced over the airport speaker, does anyone know who this man is? Because he seems to have lost himself. And that is kind of the reaction that needs to come from complaining. Because when you're complaining, you're saying, do you know who I am? And I have a right to have this and I have a right. It's an entitlement. And you're not entitled. You're not entitled any more than anyone else. And so, you know, you need to wait your turn in line. And it's complaining that there's a line. I, I know Loretta LaRoche is one of my favorite comedian, um, And she's a psychologist. And she talks about the absurd things that we say, that we go to a grocery store and say, oh, my gosh, there's a line. What a mess. And, you know, somebody was complaining in line with her once, and she turned around and said, you know, I think it's a conspiracy. I think they all do that. Every time I go to the grocery store, everyone decides to go to the grocery store. And when you're driving on the road, there's just so many people on the road. Everyone decided to drive on the road today. Well, that's the absurdity of complaining is that, yes, people are going to be on the road. They're going somewhere. People are going to be at the grocery store. They need to get things. Yeah, and so when you're living your life from that place of complaining, you cannot move forward. You just can't. It's it's impossible to create the life you want when you're stuck there in this complaining. It's it's only when you step into the opposite of gratitude will things change for you. If you find that you're not where you want to go in life and you're not where you're at and where you want to be, then it's really important that you look back at where you came from. Focus on what you've done to create the situation to be where you're at. That's a way to handle with the complaint. Instead of complaining about it, look about what did you create in your life that puts you here. Focus on that, and then you can make changes. Are you doing the things that lift you up? You know, it's good to make a list of the things that sabotage you, the things that you that you do that bring you down and don't get you to where you want. Because when you make a list of those things, then you can see where you need to go and then you can see how to get yourself to the next step so make a list we've talked about how important writing is here you take those list of things that sabotage your progress because you're making them and you're doing them so to keep a little book with you and write them down or look and see what what it is that way you can look at that list and see what you want to change then you can make a list of the things that lift you up the things that create a new life for you, the things that you want to create in your life. And then you take those two lists and you look at them and you can choose which one to live in. You can choose whether you're going to take that sabotaging behavior that keeps you right where you're at, that's definition of sanity, right? Doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So you can look at why am I here? What am I doing that keeps me here? And then you can look at the list of what do I do that gets me out of this? And what can I do that will be different, that will move me to where I want to go to create the vision of where I'm going? And then I'm going to ask you when you're looking at that list, because you get to choose, why would you choose the destructive behavior? If you know that this is going to lead you to somewhere you don't want to go, why would you choose that destructive behavior? Those patterns of being an destructive path are only because it feels comfortable and it's something you know. You know that path. You've been on it many times. But you also know that it's the five chapters of life, right? That that path is going to take you in the hole. And then you get in the hole. First chapter is you're walking down the road, you fall in the hole. You're very angry at this hole you fell into and it's everybody's fault and you didn't do anything to get there and everyone did this to you. And you're there a very long time. And you finally get out of the hole. Chapter two is you're walking down the road and you see the hole, but you ignore it. You pretend it's not there. And you still fall into it. And it's still everyone's fault. And you're still not to blame and it takes you a while to get out. Chapter three is you walk down the road and you see the hole. And you say, oh, you fall in it. You see it. You know it's there. You fall in it. And you go, oh my gosh, this is a hole. I understand this hole. This is a destructive behavior. I'm going to stop it. And you get out of the hole immediately. Chapter four is you walk down the road and you decide to, you see the hole, you decide to go around it. You say, oh, there's a hole, but I'm going to skirt around the edge of it, see how close I can get to it, but just go around it and you go on. Chapter five 
is when you take a different path. That you say, I'm no longer going to tempt myself with this destructive behavior. I am going to take the path that is going to lead me to where I want to be. And that is to look at the list that grows me. The things that inspire you to move you forward. Dr. Wayne Dyers had a great quote, quote and it said, change your thinking and change your life. Change the way you think, you see things and you think outside yourself and your life will change. Those who live an inspired life stop complaining about what they don't want. And they make the changes necessary to create what they do want. They change the course of their life and they start living. It's time for you to stop complaining and start living. That's what this episode is about. Stop the complaining and start living. Life is just too short. Before you know it, it's going to be over. And you're going to look back and go, wow, I wish I could have, would have. Don't live in that. Live in now. Now is the moment to create. And in creation, all things are possible. In complaining, nothing can happen. But you're stuck in complaining. So living in gratitude is one of those things that will change your life. Every night before you go to bed, make a list. Make a list of the 10 things you're grateful for that day. I did this just the other night. I I went to bed feeling really down about some things that weren't going right in the way I wanted them to. And I just started making this list. And I went on. I went tan and beyond. And I, I started feeling inspired. And I got this idea to create these new workshops. And I got this idea to to create... Um, new things on the website. You know, the frustration I went to bed with is I didn't know how I was going to move forward in the electronic world. I don't understand. There has been some blocks. There have been some blocks in the website and certain things. So once I started to write what I was grateful for and all the things I had then accomplished, and I was grateful that I could accomplish those things, I had this clear insight on what to do next in my business. I got these new ideas to create... um, this new program that we're going to be having, which is Spirit Meditation Movement Retreats. And then I thought about the Schematic Journey Walks, because I live in this great area where I do these amazing walks, bring people on spiritual journeys. Then I started thinking about this awesome idea that I just, I'm so inspired about. is called Healing Art Video Tours. It's going to be stories about people that have used art and healing. I'm going to Guatemala, so while I'm there, I'm going to interview people and interview people throughout the United States, interview people in my community that are using art in healing and how that inspires it. came from a conversation I had earlier this, that day with an artist who had gone to New Mexico to, to this really awesome gallery where you get to um, use all your senses in the gallery. And when I remember the name of it, I'll, I'll announce it here, but I'm going to go there and explore it. And she came back and she said, I love this place. It was so exciting. It made me feel like a little girl again. That's what art does. It inspires you to feel like a little child. It's it's getting out the finger paints and just painting and not caring what happened. Just paint. And you can do this as an adult. Remember what children did when they laid up on the ground and looked at at the formations of the clouds and drew pictures. So whenever you're feeling bad, put some music on. Get a box of crayons. This is what I'm going to take on the healing tour. This this challenge to see what happens when you put music on and start to draw with some crayons and draw these amazing pictures and just see. I mean, they don't have to mean anything. The pictures just draw and see what it does to lift you up. And I'm asking you to go on to soulhealerspath.com and you'll get the website for the healing art because there's so many of those things to give you, but you can find that on Sully Who's Path. Go to the bottom of the page, connect to the, to the email site, and go in and email me how art has helped you in healing. I'm going to add you into the notes in the garden. I am going to look at those that I want to bring on to this winter on the radio here to interview. And these inspiring stories. And if and I may come to your place with my video. And we'll take a video of your inspiring life and inspiring stories. So go to soulhealerspath.com and look at these new programs. And while you're there, sign up for Soul Healing. When you're there, sign up for one of the life coaching programs at soulhealerspath.com. And let's start this journey together. Now, living in gratitude. Living in gratitude. Being grateful for everything you have 
is living in the attitude of gratitude, as they say, will bring more grateful things into your life. Because you, whatever you put out comes back to you. That's just how it happens. You put it out and it returns back to you. So if you're putting out gratitude, you're going to get more gratitude back. If you're putting out more complaining, your life is going to be full of so many things to complain about. You get to choose. It's your choice. You choose which one. Take a look at the habits you've gotten into. What do you surround yourself with? Do you listen to positive music? Do you have positive conversations? Really look at the world and the, and the around you that you've created and see if it's where you want to be. Also look at the words you use. Keep track in a notebook of the thoughts that are going on in your head. If they're negative thoughts, bring them out on papers. You can see them and change them to positive. You have that much power to create. You can take a negative thought, change it to a positive thought, and retrain your brain to think that way. That's the gift that you have in creation. Surround yourself with positive people. Dance. Have joy in your life every day. Put music on. Be silly in your house. Just You don't have to do it in public. If you don't want to, it's good to do it in public. If people have fun watching you, I dance all the time when no one else is dancing and people will come up and ask me about it and they'll say, I wish I could do that. And I'll tell them, all you have to do is just do it. Make that step. You know, sometimes I just pretend I'm the only one there and I'm dancing for the mountains or the trees or whatever. When music moves, I love to dance. I'm not asking you to go out and dance, but I'm asking you to do is have some joy in your life. Do something that you want to celebrate. And when something good happens in your life, celebrate it celebrate the good because it's the only way your brain's going to start wanting more good things because we put so much attention as humans on the negative that we forget to celebrate the positive so when you do something positive i want you to celebrate put your hands in the air woohoo dance around have some joy celebration is how the brain develops to create more things to celebrate are you watching and listening to inspired movies and people are you surrounding myself with that environment? It will determine how you see life by what you're doing. You'll have less things to complain about if you're creating more positive things in your life. Go to bed with good thoughts and go to bed the same day you got up. That's important. Get the rest you need. These are new patterns to a new life story and it will create an inspiring, joyous life. To find out more and to learn to have the life of your dreams, go to soulhealerspath.com. I will show you the path to create the life you only dreamed of. Sign up for one of the four life coaching packages, and let's start the journey of living fully in this world together. You can start with the serpent's path, which is awareness and letting go. That's the basics of starting with you. Or you can go to the jaguar path of education, courage, and the courage to move forward. That's about couplehood. It's about more than just you in the world. The hummingbird path teaches action and, and gives you follow-through. It, it makes the changes in your life. It's the ancestors and the families line. Go to Eagle's Path. It is the support of creating an environment and a world of change. It's a universal connection to all and having that support. Go to soulhealerspath.com now. Sign up for one of the life coaching packages. See what's going on in the gardens and all the new things that are happening. Put your name on the email and you'll get the notes from the garden. And you'll get a free video, a free schematic protection video. So today I'm bringing a guest on, and her name is Kaki Hunter. And um, Kaki is local in this area. I know her, and every time I run into her on the trail, she has so much vibrant energy. She's starting this Yo Mama project, and I wanted her to come on today and talk to you about that. She's also a person who's living an inspired life, and we'll show you ways to do that as well. So join me back after this break when we get to um, have a conversation with Kaki in the garden. Thank you. The Voice America 7th Wave Channel. It's time to live an inspired life. Join Christy Allen, the Mosaic Shaman, as she enhances the quality of your life. 
Healing with art is Christy's focus. At soulhealerpath.com, if you follow the steps and use the skill that Christy Ellen teaches in Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching, doing your part and taking 100% of the responsibility for your life, changing your life story, then in one year's time, you could be living the inspired life of your dreams. Soul Healer's Path Life Coaching offers four life coaching packages, starting with the Serpent Path, which is all about awareness and letting go of what you do not want to have and embracing what you do. Go to Soul Healer's Path and sign up for a one-month session of Clearing the Light Body. So come and walk the medicine wheel with Christy Ellen. Visit soulhealerpath.com or call 435-260-9598 for a special newcomer's one-month coaching package for just $300. Christy Ellen is an intuitive healer and master creator. Let her guide you to living the life to which you were born to live and go from ordinary to extraordinary. This is the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. This is Welcome to the Mosaic Garden with Christy Ellen. To connect with the show today, please call 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or you may send an email to healingart.com. Dot kp at gmail.com. Now, back to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Welcome back to the Mosaic Gardens. This is Christiane, the Mosaic Shaman. I have my guest in the garden today who is Kaki Hunter, who is, uh, she's been an actress and she is a, a performer. She has put on some great projects here in the community. She has this amazing little house, and I'm hoping she's going to share some of that and how how that came about here. Every time I I meet her, she's just full of this vibrant energy. She's a very inspiring person and uplifting. Welcome to the show, Kaki. Thank you, Christy. It's great to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. So you were sharing with me that you have this new project coming up. Um, It's kind of new to me, so you're going to explain it all to to me as well as our guest. And it's called Yo Mama. Is that right? Yes. It's called Yo Mama Uncanned. Oh, right. Yeah. Do you want me to launch into it right now, or do you want to ask me more questions? Oh, let's let's talk a little bit about what brought you to where you're at to do this first, and then I will, yeah, I want you to go in and, and tell me more about it. So, um, you know, you have this unique, I want to talk just a minute about this unique home that you live in, and, and you did send me something that, that said that, that you're known as the dirt whisperer. Can you tell, tell me about us a little bit. Describe to my listeners what it is they would see when they come to to your your residency. Um, well, I'm a natural builder, and I have a I have a love for dirt. <laughs> so I call myself a dirt whisperer because I I listen to dirt. I play with dirt. I've probably handled uh, literally hundreds of tons of dirt sifted through my hands and mixed into various forms to build whole structures, including um, a monolithic dome in our backyard that's completely made out of a system called earth bags. But just about any form of natural earth building I've had my hands on and worked with. And um, so that's... That's been one of my passions. I actually had had a career, a successful career in the film industry as an actress in Hollywood and Europe, but I felt a longing to step out of that role and explore other avenues, and I discovered dirt. <laughs> well, this connection you have to the earth is is um, is something that uh, inspires me a lot, too. I know when I was remodeling my house here, I, people said, you know, I was new to the area. They said, go talk to Kaki and Donnie. They, they know how to use the natural dyes and everything of the earth to create um, this natural environment that connects you to the earth. So would you, would you say that you're connected to the earth? Oh, I very much so. I mean, <laughs> I'm a very um, vata, you know, I'm a very air, airy type person. So I find that working with the earth is my grounding rod. And um, I also see you do a lot of good things for the environment, too, and um, as a, a speaker out for the earth. 
uh, you're at the farmer's market, you have natural food that you're, you're, you're showing at the market. I mean, there's so many intriguing things about you that we could have all these conversations about. So I, just for a moment before we launch into Yo Mama, tell me about how you feel about the natural world that you live in. Well, for me, the natural world is my spiritual connection. I think um, that's where I get my sustenance, my inspiration, um, my passion is na- is is in nature, and um, and I, I think I love nature because it's not something I made. <laughs> uh-huh. It's something that inspires me and that I have a co-creative relationship with, but. It takes care of itself, and it's such, it's my best teacher. Oh, great. And and you also are very organic, and the things that you cook and take care of yourself, when you see, if you could see her, she's just this beautiful being of a, or light that's just very healthy. Um, how important is that in your life? Uh, very important, because I was raised with, you know, conventional American foods and Actually, when we moved to Italy, um, we just didn't have those foods available. Um, I was about 10 years old when we moved to Italy, and before that, I was pretty much French fries and Coca-Cola and, you know, hamburgers and stuff. And But when we moved to Italy, we just didn't have, I mean, people barely had a refrigerator at the time that we moved to Italy. <laughs> it just wasn't available. So all of the food we got there was fresh. And the, an Italian way of preparing food is so simple. They just love food. I mean, that's another thing. I love food. <laughs> and I love celebrating food, preparing food, growing food, and sharing food. That's why I have my little, my little, I had my kitchen um, designated as a, a licensed cottage kitchen so that I could make foods to sell at the farmer's market. Oh, and they're really good too. If you had a chance to taste your foods, they're healthy. They're um, they're full of flavor. Just it's it's. So really I make good. like an I make an artisan sourdough bread, and I make uh, fermented vegetables, and I also make uh, probably the best granola you've ever had. That's true. I've had some. I can attest <laughs> to that. It's very good, and and this also helps you have this vibrant life because I had a party here not very long ago and my film um, the film uh, producer is doing the filming I know the film man he said after that woman's going to break some you can just move in ways that no one else moves which is actually going to bring us into the yo mama part I, I, I know I understand that as well but you have this flexibility that just is vibrant and so full of life um, you move and act as if you were 19 and 20 years old yeah, and I'm definitely not. <laughs> <laughs> but but in your soul, you are. <laughs> yeah. And it shows. It shows in everything that comes out um, externally. So let's, let's start talking about this um, this Yo Mama project. Um, I, I'm calling it a project, but I'm not sure that's a proper thing. What would you you want you want to call it? Yo Mama Uncanned. Is it uh, a present presentation, a production? It's still so new to me. It's just exciting, but I would like to know more. So tell me what it's about. Okay. Yo Mama is the first of what I'm calling of a series of shamanic performances. And Yo Mama, I am an actress. I've been an actress for all of my life, pretty much. And I dropped out to follow this other path. But now I feel like I'm marrying the two paths that I've had, which is this um, working with natural materials, um, working in the sustainability movement. And now I feel like I'm marrying my history, my skills of acting and storytelling with the practicality of the things that I've learning from the natural building movement. So actually where your mama came in was after I had returned home from a winter, spending the winter in Bali, where I had been invited to live with a traditional Balinese family. And in the course of that um, encounter, I was introduced to all of this amazing natural building throughout um, the small uh, city of Ubud. And 
But at the same time, there was this rich spiritual culture there that I got to tap in from living with this family. And there were, there were deities everywhere, you know, uh, deities of, they were half, half man, half woman, you know, of lions and, and, um, elephants and, and all of them had different characteristics of, you know, protection, compassion, paternal wisdom. And they celebrated their communion with these, with these powers, you might say, every day, as well as the um, giving voice to their dreams and their ancestors. Mm. So it opened me up to like, wow, you know, these people share their inner life with as much vigor as like Americans share, you know, with their cell phones. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, I, I had the chance to be there. And, and when someone meets you on the street in Bali and they ask how you are, they really want to know. And if you yeah. ask how they are, you better be ready to listen because they're going to tell you the whole mm-hmm. story. It's not just like a casual. It's they really care to know. And the question means something. Yeah, because they're yeah. looking at your inner world, your outer facade. You know, I mean, it shows a little bit of who you are, but to really share who you are on the inside is this whole invisible world. And so when I returned, um, this was 10 years ago, and before I had left for Bali, um, there's an incident that's been happening here in the Moab Valley since the 1950s, which is when they were... um, like Moab was in a boom for mining uranium. Mm-hmm. And there was a uranium plant at the north end of town right along the Colorado River. And there's a huge pile. It's the largest Superfund site in the U.S. But at that time, it was not a designated Superfund fight, uh, site. It was just a huge pile of like 16 million tons of radioactive material just sitting there. And the company had gone bankrupt. They didn't know what to do with it. And the government was leaning towards capping it in place Mm -hmm. because it's an expense to try to do anything with it. And so capping it in place was their idea of, like, taking care of it. Yet there was a whole contingency of people within our community that were trying to relocate it because it was leaching into the Colorado River and, you know, poisoning fish. Yes. So uh, when I returned, the decision had pretty much been made that it was going to be capped in place. So mm-hmm. I had just come back from Bali. I was, like, so open to, like, wow, you know, these, this other energy of communicating with spirits. And I had just laid down to kind of contemplate this news of, like, oh, they're just going to cap it in place. When I, yeah. heard, when I heard this voice, and this voice said, Yo, call counsel for me. I got something to say. <laughs> excellent, excellent. And I was like, well, uh, what? And I said, get up off the couch and call counsel for me. I got something to say. And I was like, well, uh, who are you? <laughs> and she said, I'm <laughs> your mama. Ah, that's how Yo Mama came in. Okay, excellent. And and who is Yo Mama? Well, you know, she never comes out and says, I'm this or that, you know, but I pieced it together. She is a voice of the earth. Um, at that time, she represented uh, the radioactive dirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and because, you know, I'm a dirt whisperer, she, like, knocked on my door. And, um, you know, the sense of community here the to, to preserve this beautiful area of people, and listeners would go and look at what Moab is. It's a spiritual, sacred, beautiful area is what drew me here. And it, it, it has had this conflict of trying to keep its sacredness as um, it's been exploited by um, tourism. Yes. Yeah, that we, we see that. Mining. So, so to have this voice to speak up and say, "Okay, 
maybe somebody will listen if it's coming from the earth itself. Yeah, although, you know, she never calls herself the earth. I just made an assumption. <laughs> uh-huh. Well, she, she's got a powerful voice that can make a lot of change. So what does she have to say about the way we humans live, work, and play? Well, that's pretty much what the whole performance is about, and the performance is um, about an hour and 15 minutes long. It has music in it. I mean, her, when I first introduced her, after kind of telling my story of how I connected with her or vice versa, you know, it's like, boom, the band starts up, the spotlight comes on, and she comes out singing her song. Okay. And, and, well, and you're going to give us a display of that here in just a few minutes. So we're going to get to hear about a little bit of what, what it's like to connect with Yo Mama, right? Yes. So I picked out something that I feel kind of has a little bit of a nutshell in what she's trying to um, get us in touch with. Okay. Before we go there, let's talk just a a little bit more about the logistics of how this all works and stuff. Like, you're part of this production company. Is it okay, okay? What what is the name of the production company that you have? The name of the production company is Okay, Okay, Okay Productions. Okay. And and where, where, where how was this formed? Uh, this was formed when, you know, actually, the how I got into the natural building movement was that, for kind of selfish reasons, was that I wanted to be able to build an adobe structure on my property here in Moab. Mm-hmm. And because I could see, like, the history of the area here is rooted in adobe and earthen architecture, um, stone, um, natural wood harvested from our local mountain range, but it was not legally permitted to actually build with unstabilized, that means natural, adobe. And so it really pissed me off <laughs> that there were examples of like 100-year-old adobe structures within our community yet that are still occupied, yet I was not able to draw a permit for doing that myself. Wow. wow, okay. Of the, um, the strong influence that building codes have on lobbying in order to make people uh, use their products. And Adobe, okay. building with natural materials, is it's a craft, not a product. So, were, were you one of the first people in, the, in this community? Because there's several... Um, People that are doing different forms of straw bale house and sandbag houses. And did you, I, I'm new to the community, so I, am I just wondering, did you help start that pro- project so that people could do that? You were, yeah, I mean, in some ways. I mean, the straw bale movement was um, probably more fortified by another group of people, but yet we were helpful in, like, getting permits to use natural earth and plasters and adobe floors within those um, straw bale structures, okay. but I mean that's a whole that's a whole other yeah yeah that's a whole other program we won't even go there but I just now we get a background of where the production company came from so yeah um, well, I know you're going to do this little skit for us and and it, I'm gonna I guess you're going to answer this question I had next is what techniques do you use to bamboozle fear as you put it. And add a, to help people bamboozle fear. So we have uh, about 13 minutes left, Kaki. So we're going to take 10 of those and let you show us. Um, first of all, before we do that, let my viewers know where they're going to be able to see this production live. Okay, this production will be performed at Star Hall in Moab, Utah, which is um, an, it's a 110, 110-year-old um, natural building which is built out of cut sandstone and adobe. There's no steel or cement in the building. It's a beautiful uh, restored theater, about a hundred, uh, about 300-seat theater, and that's the stage where Yo Mama will be making her appearance. Okay. And she's you- slated for the last weekend in January and the first okay. weekend in February of um, this year and next year. If um, are you do you have any plans of making this uh, a movie or so that other people can view that aren't going to be able to be in Moab at that time? We will be um, filming it 
Um, I'm hiring a, a professional videographer to film it. And so we will be making it available. I'm not sure exactly in what form yet. Okay. Well, um, if somebody wanted to find out more about that, is there some place they can email you or somewhere they can find out about what your future plans are to bring that forward? Yes. Right now, um, they can go to my email address, which is khakihunter at gmail. And that my name is spelled K A. K-I, hunter, at gmail.com. Okay, excellent. So let's go ahead without further ado and uh, give us a preview for, of, of your mama. Okay. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you a little parable type thing. Once upon a time, there was a great war between two powerful worlds. The world of the seen and the world of the unseen. The seen world only identified with what it could see, its own substance. The seen world saw itself as the most important thing in existence. Because the seen world could only see its own substance, it consumed everything it could get its hands on, feasting upon its flesh like a rat chewing its own tail, which pissed it off because it hurts to chew on your own tail. That's what you'll call substance abuse. Yet so preoccupied with consumption, the seen world never thought to ask, why, why, why am I never satisfied? I eat and I eat, yet I never feel complete. Meanwhile, The invisible world of the unseen retreated deeper and deeper unto itself. Shrouded in darkness, it could not see itself as having any value. So powerful was the influence of the seen world. Because the unseen world could not explain, justify, or validate its presence, it languished in denial festering discontent. Unwilling to express itself, the unseen world writhed in anguish, conjuring restless emotion. That's motion in the key E. And in general, pitching a fit, causing chaos to bubble up throughout the world of the scene. Well, one day, the agitation between the two worlds built to a feverish ferocity forcing them to collide. Light poured in, and darkness pulled up, swirling round and round, them dancing to duet a duality. They pummeled and probed, fondled and fought, yielding and penetrating, exploring each other's utterness, silence and substance coming together until they could no longer tell one from the other. Very nice. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> Kaki, thank you so much for being on this interview. It was it was delightful. It was delightful to get to know more about you, and um, thank you for what you're doing for the planet here in Moab as well. And I invite my listeners to be able to go and... Um, if you can, come to Moab. It'd be worth it to, to come and see this performance and see the beautiful area that we live in. Yeah. Come on down and see us. That's right. Thank you. Okay, so before we end today, I need to tell you a little bit about what's going on the next show that's coming up. And um, I've got a, a guest coming on. Her name is Crystal Hodge. Crystal was born with a facial birthmark, and um, she's... She has dealt with a lot of inner turmoil and external turmoil that has been dealt out to her about this. She was told and that she was contagious at one point, that she ought to have surgery, um, that um, dude, one, of the, one of the people approached her from the most ugly human show to be on her show and so she has taken this on and it's it was spurred on by the fact that somebody went viral and put her out there on facebook put 
all of her um, pictures on without her consent. And so she decided that she was going to come out and tell her story. And so she has taken on this uphill battle, uh, both internally and externally, to share the message that a person is more than just their face or body image. She says that I am more than just a mark on my skin. She is traveling around right now on the United States doing um, some touring about that, talking to people. And you can go and look at her um, page. It's, it's a travelingchick.com, the travel in I-N. So T-H-E-T-R-A-V-E-L-I-N-C-H-I-C-K. Dot com to, to listen to the story that she's doing as her and her mom are traveling across the United States at this moment. Um, she went viral now to, to show her life purpose that she believes is her life's purpose to share the story and educate others at people and, 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 and educate others and people about this subject in hopes of motivating a cultural change in how different people are treated. And the show is going to be about we are all different, yet we are all the same. She speaks in schools, and she has a project called Embrace You. She um, is an inspirational person, just as Khaki here, Hunter, was. And I so appreciate her coming on and sharing with us today on on the show, um, Yo Mama. And we need to listen to what the earth needs for us right now. And we also need to realize that we can't change anything by complaining. The inspirational story we just listened to, Khaki, a person who saw that something wasn't the way that she wanted it to be in the community, that wasn't actually going to be sustainable for everyone by um, capping off this, um, this toxic waste out here, that she got to speak up and say something about it. Instead of complaining, she took action. It's through action and movement forward that things get done. If you sit in your sorrows and your complaints, nothing will move forward. So I am so happy to be able to be here on the radio with you to share all of these amazing people. There have been quite a few of Mosaic people coming in. And um, I wanted to thank you very much for doing that, for allowing me to be here. Because when you listen to me, you make it possible for me to be here. I also want to thank you for being willing to share your stories, for being willing to go out and make a difference, to share your stories with everyone. I have a platform here. I would love to share your stories here on the site. I would love you to go to soulhealerspath.com. It would be great if you signed up for life coaching programs. I have just a few left. They are filling up. I can help you walk the path to creating the life of your dreams. You know, on that topic, Money is important to pay for what we need to eat and sustain and live. And yet it's not about the money. And the focus has been so much about that, that I want to talk about the fact that the reason I'm on the radio here is to bring hope back in, hope back into a world that may be losing it. I know there's a lot of transition going on, people in their 50s right now and beyond, and young people coming in. Everyone's going through transition. One thing you can count on is the world is going to change, and your ability to be flexible in that change will help move things forward. That's my mission statement. That's why I'm here. The arrest is is to sustain my life. There is an exchange of money that happens to exchange our lives so, so that we can move forward. That's an important element in it, but it's not what it's all about. Um, so I just want you to be aware of that, that um, the, the money that comes in brings me the ability to be here and speak to you because the rate is not free. So I can share that with others. Mm-hmm. And I ask that you reach into your heart, see what you're doing that you need to change and let go of, see what you're complaining about, and make a step forward to do something different. Before we end, I'm going to ask you to put your feet on the ground as we do. Here, take a deep breath. We have a couple of minutes. We're going to bring air in to our belly and let it out. Bring it down through the crown. Comes into the heart. Breathe in. Put your hand on your heart and just tap it. I'm okay just where I am right now. I'm okay. Everything is okay. Breathing in. This beautiful air 
coming down, filling the belly, let it expand and release. Bringing it up from the earth, let it expand and release. Connecting with the divine and who you really are. Allowing the possibility of change to be accepted. Change can be a new birth. Jaguar is all about change. Jaguar knows that when something dies, new birth comes from it. And that doesn't even mean just physical death. Letting those things that do not serve you anymore die makes room for those that can. It's a birthing of a new. Just connecting to the possibility that all change means is something new is coming around the corner. Something better than you ever even dreamed. Something so exciting that'll cause you to dance and celebrate. If you redefine what change means, you'll understand that it's just a shifting in perspective from one thing to another. It's just a new growth, the new ability to move into something different. Your body changes every day. See change as the gift that it is of a new birth. We've been inspired today by somebody who has decided to take change and bring it in to joy and fun. We all inside have that voice that wants to speak for a better world, that wants to speak from its place of love. I ask you now to connect to that. Let your yo mama come out. Connect with another today with love. Send a smile to someone who needs that. Just reach out, even though you feel uncomfortable, and say hello. When you see something that inspires you, share it. When your waitress does a good job, let her know it. When somebody looks beautiful, let them know it. Let's work on gratitude and sharing positive into the world and there'll be less complaining and more living. So stop complaining and start living and join me next week here on Welcome to the Mosaic Garden and thank you so much for being here today. I send love and light to your most blessed spirit for you are a divine being of light and I see you. Namaste. Thank you for listening to Welcome to the Mosaic Garden. Christy Ellen hopes that you will join her on another journey next Tuesday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America 7th Wave Channel. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the 7th Wave Network. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit 7thWaveNetwork.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.